the Strategic Living Podcast, episode number 300. Welcome to the Strategic Living Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you achieve personal healing, discover your strategic purpose, and lead with maximum impact. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the strategic influencer in you. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here is your next level mentor and coach and the host of the Strategic Living Podcast, Brian Holmes. Well, you may have noticed that I did not give you a title for today's episode, and that's because I have something very special for you on this, our 300th episode. My guest today is someone that shares my passion for helping people discover their purpose, develop their message, and launch them into meaningful expressions of serving others. Today, we're going to be announcing something really exciting. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. Well, this marks our 300th episode. 300, that seems crazy to me. And... Unlike our 100th and our 200th episodes, today I wanted to do something a little bit differently. In fact, I want to use this opportunity to share something really big with you. I feel like that what I'm going to share today will most likely apply to many of you. I'm going to be talking with my guest about something that, frankly, I find a lot of people think about, talk about, consider, grapple with, but they never really step into it. Today, I've invited Dr. Michael Hudson back on the program with us. He's been a guest before. I believe it was episode number 135. But today, we're going to be talking about something really unique and different and special. I'm so glad you're here to share that with us. So I love bringing people on this program who can speak life into your development, into your leadership, into your personal and your professional pursuits. Dr. Michael Hudson is someone who can do just that. He's a dear friend. He is someone that I've been doing life with for a number of years now in several categories. He's an incredibly brilliant mind. He's a great resource. He is a prolific communicator. He's a teacher, a writer. He facilitates tremendous processes in corporate America and in leadership forums. He's a successful coach. He's just an incredible resource that we have the privilege today of having with us. I want to ask you to listen very intently to the content today. This is not an interview, really. It's a conversation. Michael and I are collaborating on some things for the coming year that we're going to be sharing with you, and I want you to hear our hearts because we want to come alongside of you and help you realize the dreams that you have, help you step into your maximum potential, help you to get your message, the thing that drives you out to the people that you're called to serve. We're talking to you today. So without further ado, let's go right now to my conversation with Dr. Michael Hudson.
You know, if you want to be a high-level influencer, if you really want to expand your leadership and your impact in any area of culture, one of the things you really need to do is master the art of communication, and that's always going to involve this thing called public speaking. Absolutely, Brian, because, you know, all speaking is public speaking. <laughs> yes, it is. Except for, except for that little dude that lives on our shoulder that won't ever shut up. It's all public. <laughs> you know, if it's you and me face-to-face in a, at a reception, if it's me standing in front of a room, if it's you standing in front of a room, it's all public. Yeah, it is. And it's interesting to me that, and I'm not sure if this statistic holds up, but for many years it has been said that the number one fear of almost every adult in the world is the fear of getting in front of a room of people and communicating a message, talking in front of a group of people. Why do you think that is? Well, you know, Brian, first I got to say, I love the fact that you did this the way you did, because what you said is the factual information. Everybody (laughs) hears, everybody rather die than give a speech. You know, if I put a gun to your head and said, okay, either I shoot this gun or you give a speech, (laughs) you're going to speak. I'm going to talk, I'm going to (laughs) talk your freaking ear off. I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) Right. So, That is the fact. It's really that it's a fear. And, you know, here's the interesting thing. They're really not afraid of speaking, are they? They're afraid that they think people are going to judge them and they're going to be found inadequate. Yeah. Or their message. That's what they're afraid of. Or their message may be rejected or not received or whatever the case may be. And some of them are afraid they're not good enough. That Who am I to stand here and tell these people that? So we get intimidated. Yeah. And, And, you know, here's the problem, right? When you do that, and you know, let's face it, you and I both know there are some demons (laughs) and some critics and some things that are in people's way. I get that. If they're there, you got to work through them because there will always be a lid on your impact as a leader if you don't figure out how to master communication because all things are created by, you know, a simple three-step process, right? You create a vision, you map the path to get to the vision, and then you speak that into existence by bringing the people in you need to help you ha- make it happen and the people who it's going to serve. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, let's let's just kind of share with everyone why we're having this conversation. You and I, we've known each other for a very long time. We've had a great relationship, and both of us come from a background of taking messages and or principles and concepts that are really very real to us and dear to us and helping others to grow as a result of us communicating those messages. In other words, we speak, we talk, we, we train, we develop and those types of things. And in one of our recent conversations, we just had sort of this epiphany that, gosh, there are so many people, thousands of people that deep down inside would love to take their, their idea, their vision, their message, their life story uh, if they're in leadership uh, roles or functions within an organization, maybe corporately or in a nonprofit or whatever, they have, whether you're in the boardroom conducting a, a staff meeting or whether you're standing in front of a thousand people giving a keynote presentation, the fact is, is that people need and desire to become better communicators and take what they have inside of them and help other people with that. So, we kind of had this aha moment. Why don't we do something about that? And we just began to explore this. And we decided, hey, let's have a conversation about what that looks like. So talk about that a little bit. What What's in your heart about this? What have you seen as you've been training and developing people over the years? Well, you know, Brian, and you know this well, for me, it's a major frustration. Now, I identify with it. You know, I was petrified to step to the front of the room as a kid. Yeah. 
it took me until my early 20s to get over that. And I saw a massive change in the impact I was able to have, the influence I had. And frankly, Brian, let's be candid, the income I was able to generate. And, and I, I think what I have seen in 33 plus years of working with people at all levels of organizations and you know, planning processes and working with teams at various levels and companies, working with entrepreneurs, working with solopreneurs, is the ones who really get it, who really know how to communicate effectively, experience a lot less stress, they get a lot faster and better results, and they're never confused about what they're trying to achieve. On the other hand, every time I've been involved where we've surveyed people in an organization, communication always makes the top three in the problems identified. Mm. And I think that's why it becomes so important. And here's the thing, right? You can't push that off as that's someone else's fault. It's your fault. You know, if your idea is not getting heard, the only person who can get your idea heard is you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't mastered the ability to sit in a room and say, here's what I think with confidence, you know, consistency and comfort, you're going to struggle and you're going to be frustrated. Now, the ironic thing, right, is the people who feel that way, what do they do, Brian? They go tell everybody how frustrated they are. Right. They just speak up. And I'm not, you know, I don't want anybody in the audience to think we're being critical of them. That's not my point here. My point is I've had the privilege of touching people by revealing to them what's in their way. And then I've watched them blossom and move to a whole different place. And I'm sure you've seen the same thing. Absolutely. Uh, It's been a really interesting journey for me the last five years. You kind of know some of my story. And I've been speaking in front of people my whole life, I think, since I was at least 15, 16 years old. And obviously, I've grown and developed in those areas. But uh, a real change happened for me just a few years ago when um, I kind of got in touch with a deeper message you know, that had to do with lessons I've learned and things I've experienced and my own story, where does story come in, in all of this? Brian, I think story is everything. Now, you know, I have my backstory that makes me feel that. And you know, that backstory. Yep. When I was in elementary school, this guy came in and told us the story of his journey into drug addiction and his recovery. And it was the first time in my life I ever remembered paying attention. But then I went through a bunch of stuff that really made me go inside myself. And it wasn't until I was in graduate school, I was leaving my office (laughs) to go teach my first class to 220 freshmen about introductory economics. And you know the story, Brian, I stopped three times (laughs) between my office and that classroom and puked my guts out because I was petrified. But when I walked out of that last men's room and I saw that classroom across the hall, And whether it was divine intervention, which I choose to believe it was, I saw that guy. Mm. I saw that guy telling a story. And this voice in my head said, just go tell him a story and teach him a lesson. Tell him a story, teach him the next thing. And that day I walked on the stage in front of those 220 people. I told them how I totally screwed up the graphics around what I was about to teach them when I was in graduate school, but I was going to clean it up for them today. (laughs) (laughs) And, And it went well. And I felt pretty good about it. And it unlocked the secret. So, you know, I I share that story as a background. When we tell story, we're more engaged with what we're saying. And we cease to be worried about what the audience is hearing because we own what we're saying, particularly when it's our story. Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's dive into that a little bit just because 
you know my story. I know your story. All God's children mm-hmm. know everybody's story. <laughs> 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 but but here here's the piece. I, I will tell you over the last uh, 15 to 17 years in my life, as I decided through a very traumatic, very difficult, challenging season of getting some help personally, as I got in touch with my own story back in the day, uh, as I've been sharing that story, because I decided, for me, I decided to publicly share my story. I stand in front of groups of people, large groups of people, and tell my story. And here's the, the thing about story, your story, uh, if you're listening, your story has purpose. Even though it was difficult, challenging, maybe it was a, you know, a messed up upbringing, maybe it was something more severe than that, I don't know maybe a massive business failure. I don't know, but your story actually unlocks things for other people. In fact, I believe it opens a gateway of possibility for other people because if they know there's someone else that has walked through something similar, it gives them a safe place to to say, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And in my life, I tell you, places I go, it's crazy, man. And by the way, my story is pretty uh, egregious. It's, it's pretty rough yeah. uh, what happened to me as a kid. And I ask people point blank after sharing my story, who here has experienced something along these lines? And I'm telling you, across the board, it's 60, 70% of people raise their hand with tears running down their face because, like you said, sharing your not only your life experience, but the deepest parts of your heart and your, your life story, it really opens opportunities for others to step into the freedom you have, into the life you have into the success you have, be it organizationally or individually. And so it's just, I don't know what your experience has been in that regard, but I tell you, man, it's pretty freaking awesome to take the the pain of the past you've experienced and work through, share that with someone else and watch them enter the same process and get to the other side of it. Absolutely, Brian. I've had this similar experience. You know, when I finally decided to share my story, warts and all, um, the first time I did it was in a, meeting with a client. It was an all staff meeting. So they got 125 people in the room. I've been working with this client for a few years and I shared the entire, and I shared it because we were doing a workshop on story with their entire staff. And so I shared my story and I watched the reactions in the room when the thing ended, you know, a few people as we will always happen, you know, came up and said, you know, thank you. Or I appreciated that. Here's my story, blah, blah, blah. One person stood off in the distance, Brian. And you could tell was very emotionally impacted. When the last person walked away from the line that was there, that person came up to me, put their arms around me and hugged me and began crying. Oh, wow. Now, I know that person because I have worked with them for multiple years with this organization. And when the tears subsided, I said, you know, what's going on? And she looked at me. She says, you have no idea how powerful what you just did was. She said, because that's kind of my story. And she said, I never realized that you could ever overcome that. She said, the reason I don't speak up in meetings is because I don't believe I am valued enough and that my words will be listened to. So I stay quiet. You know, that's one of those wow moments, Brian. Right. Yeah. And then let me, let me give you the real wow. Right. (laughs) I go back nine months later and I'm doing my next interaction with the senior team, which this person is a member of. And all of a sudden they're speaking up. They're engaging in the conversation and the day comes to an end and they're still standing in the room while I'm packing up and look at me with a very heartfelt look and said, thank you. I said, want to clarify? She said, you noticed that now I'm comfortable. 
that would have never happened if you hadn't told that story. Wow. Now, Brian, I don't share that to say, well, wasn't Michael wonderful in telling that story? I share that to reinforce your point. Every one of us, the only thing we truly own intellectually is our story. Yeah, that's right. Our journey, our journey has revealed us lessons. I think you and I both believe those lessons were programmed by someone to happen to us, to give us the opportunity to then speak into the lives of others, help them avoid the pitfalls, overcome the obstacles, and shorten their learning curve. Yep. And I think it is our mission to give that message. Well, so you, for, for everyone who's listening, no matter what position you may be in or what role you play in life, you know, what type of career or business or ministry maybe i don't know i I have a lot of folks that listen to my my podcast that are in the religious nonprofit world and they do you know vocational ministry type engagement no matter where you're at maybe you're a mom who has raised a couple of kids and now your house is empty and now you're trying to find your way and you're you're tackling some of the big issues of what's next who am i why am i here the fact is those processes, those places in life where you go through these things, they they reveal to you a message. They they get you in touch with something that's deep inside. And now you have the opportunity to share that with the world, with someone who's walking through something very similar as you are, and and actually make a difference. And I don't know why anyone would not want to do that on some level. And for those who are saying, well, that's just not me, that's not who I am. I, I want to challenge that thinking. I really want to challenge that thought because uh, what is life without someone coming alongside and say, hey, I've been there. I, I know yeah. what that feels like. And let me tell you what I've learned through that. And here's the piece. Whether you're doing it in front of a room of people in a seminar, whether you're doing it in a small room with a, a living room, your living room with a handful of ladies, the fact is it's a message. It's a story. It's a it's a deep, authentic place inside of you where you have something to share. Flip that over on the other side, which you have so much experience in, is the corporate world that has so much uh, potential to to go to different levels. And by God, there needs to be some breaking of the status quo uh, in those arenas for sure. And there needs to be people with great acumen and wisdom and insight to go into those places and really make a difference. But to do that, you've got to know how to really shape and affirm and then deliver your message. And, and Brian, what you're really getting at here, right, is you've got to own your message. Yes. You've got to own the fact and realize, and, and not, you know, we feel a little preachy at the moment, or at least I do, but, you know, we've got to own that message that's inside of us. Yes. We've got to recognize that every step we've taken on the journey has brought us to where we are. Our ability to create influence and impact, and frankly, again, income comes in large part from our ability to leverage those past experiences and to turn those into things that drive us forward. So, you know, when you think about the fact that all speaking is public speaking, then you start realizing that there's another kind of speaking that matters to you. And is it the speaking inside of your head? I referred earlier jokingly to the person on your shoulder. Well, a lot of times the first place we have to get that message heard is in our own brain. Yeah. To realize, yes, it is an important message. Yes, it helped me. I can't be the only one who ever experienced this. It is my responsibility to share it with others. And, and you know, when we talk about this, you and I both have that backstory that some people may hear this and go, well, it's all about the negative. No, we're not talking about the negative. Mm-mm. We're talking about the reality that most of us hold back some of our best ideas because we're not comfortable at how well we communicate them. 
That's right. The only way you get better is to practice. So if you never speak up in the meeting, you never will speak up in the meeting. And the question to ask is this, who loses out if you don't show up? Wow. You know, who loses out if you don't show up and share that lesson? Who's going to fall into the same trap that you fell into? Who's going to go through and experience the same pain and struggle you experienced? Who's going to see the same limited growth in their business and end up, you know, not making the income they need to support their family? You know, who's going to not get promoted because they didn't learn how to speak up and you could have helped them with that? Yeah. You know, I, I think we all, if we look inside, we realize, you know what, if I had said that right then, that would have really helped that person. Well, I think our whole mission, Brian, right, and our whole purpose here is how do you get better at that communication stuff and become more comfortable so you do it because that's where you're going to help others? Yes. Let me give you a great example uh, of what you just mentioned about. We're not just talking about negative, horrific tragedy stories, okay? In fact, that's that's one very small category of the broader picture here. Uh, you know, my wife and I have raised two incredible kids. They're great, if I might say so, my own self. Uh, <laughs> They're beautiful. They got great heads on their shoulders. They they're really uh, making something of their young adult lives. They really are. And the the season that we, she and I find ourselves in, however, is okay. Now we have adult kids. What's next? Now, for me as a man, that's not been a real difficult thing because men are typically driven to. This is an example. Driven to you know succeed and pursue and and attain and all those types of things, whereas. Those uh, precious women who have given their life to raising and stewarding and, and nurturing kids through the, the various seasons of coming up as, as children, they get to the end of that season and many times they find themselves going, well, holy crap, what's next? You know, I, I don't even know. My, my whole life has been built around this role I'm playing. Well, my wife has been for several years now grappling with this and uh, we went to a, a meeting with a friend and uh, in that meeting she was challenged to write down her thoughts and really even write a book about it and man I'm telling you dude in 48 hours she had two-thirds of the book written because inside of her was this message that she did not even recognize was there until she just tapped into it a little bit and the the, the working book title is to mommyhood and beyond Mm -hmm. And my wife sat there. She was explaining her thought process to the group that we were with. What she was feeling is, and she started naming names of younger moms, much younger moms who are just starting out this journey with children. I want to help these moms have focus. I want to help them to know who they are outside of just their role as mom. And boy, she just started spilling. And all of a sudden, this passion, this thing came out of her. And I'm like, okay, we, we're on to something here. And it's it's one example of of there is something inside of every one of us that we can offer the world that is of great value. We can have influence. We can have impact. And yes, as you've mentioned, and I love this, there there are ways to leverage that and provide a really nice living for your, your family. The point, though, is, is that you have to embrace that you are responsible for what you know. You have to embrace the fact that you have something to offer. And now how do you shape that and do something with it? I'll, I'll hush now because well, you know, I'm passionate there, about this. There's the quote that runs around that I love, you know, which is that which is obvious to you is often amazing to others. Oh, that's brilliant. 
you know, and that is just such a powerful, powerful way to think about things because they're, they, you know, the reason a lot of times these conversations about overcoming your not speaking and not speaking effectively, not communicating well, tend to focus on the negative side is there are really psychological things, right? There are physiological and psychological realities of how our brain and our mind and our body reacts to the negative experiences. We give them a higher value. Sure. And the other side of that, and the part that if you'll forgive the, the language, it sucks, is that we discount the positive stuff. Yes. Most of us at the end of a week, the first thing our minds do is say, let me look at all I didn't get accomplished last week. We may not say that, but we think about that. We go home frustrated about that. Well, if we just shifted the, the vision and said, let's look at the other side, what did I get done this week? Mm. And maybe it wasn't all you thought. Well, the same is true with your story, right? There are great things you did that were small to you, but to someone else, they can be astounding that you even made it happen. And I would challenge all the people listening. And, you know, one of my audiences and that I work a lot with is people who are experts who want to build, you know, a business, either speaking, coaching, or consulting around their message. And I challenge them as well as, you know, all the listeners in your audience, Brian, think about the small times, the small things that happened that made major differences in your life. You know, Japanese Buddhism has a word called satori. And I got to give credit to Wayne Dyer. He's the guy who introduced this word to me on an audio program years ago. And it's, it's, some, it's, it's translated as in an instant. Most of the big changes in our life happen in an instant. They happen because of a word or a phrase that was spoken. Yes. That had right. a massive impact on you. Now, the problem is for many people, that word or phrase that was their moment of satori was negative. And they're still holding on to it. 20, 30, 40, 50 years later. Hmm. I challenge you, find the moments of Satori that were positive. Realize they gave you a gift. That gift is something you can share with others. And I think even though it feels personal, and I think people put the wall up, right, Brian? We put the wall up and say, well, we're working today. It's business. I don't get to share my personal stuff. I'm sorry, your personal stuff is with you every single day, every minute. It never leaves. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? and, and if you're going to say, I can't tell this story, it's personal. Well, you're, you're missing an opportunity to connect. And leaders particularly do this, right? Because there are things the leader can't talk about. When things are going bad in the company, they don't go talk to their people about how things are going bad. That's not a good thing. So they close off and they don't share the personal thing. Yeah. But if they find that path that says, you know what? I had that same challenge when I was at this level in the same position you're in in the company. Here's what I did. Would that work for you? All of a sudden, the person goes, wow, you had that problem? And it's all seen differently. So, you know, we're, we're kind of saying the same thing from different angles and different ways. I've also got to say this, Brian, because you just said something really powerful. How quickly your wife was able to take that and begin to draft a book. I want to tell you the easiest way to do that is talk it. Talk it. That's right. Absolutely. It will help you gain clarity. It will help you figure out how to, how to say it to others. And you'll begin to really understand the power it had for you. You know, here, here's what we're trying to get at today. There, there is, in our world, the need for influencers to step forward. And all of you, on some level, who are listening, are in a position of leadership. And you say, no, 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 I'm just a worker. I'm just an employee. I'm just a whatever. I, I would challenge you to stop saying I'm just uh, fill in the blank. I What you need to know is that there is something inside of you that is worthy of messaging. There is something inside of you that is worthy of saying. 
And there is a capacity that you've been given to make a, a real difference with the people you've been given the responsibility to lead in whatever that setting is. What we want to help you do is to explore what that looks like in the context of maybe speaking, maybe coaching, maybe whatever, but primarily we're talking about how do you shape your message? How do you, first of all, really get in touch with what it is? How do you identify it? How do you shape it? And then how do you really deliver it in the right context and with great skill and effectiveness so that the impact of what you're called to be and do can really show up and shine, as my friend Kent Julian says. So I we want to just kind of come alongside of you, and over the next couple of months, we're going to be doing a series of these podcasts together. Michael, I think is what we agreed to, right? Yeah. Yeah, can we just like hang out and do this every once in a while? This is awesome. Absolutely. And well, at least a monthly for a while. <laughs> yeah, we, we want to just share with you some insights we have from our experience, speaking of sharing our experience, and then maybe even uh, point you in the direction of how you can take your your life, your leadership, your influence, your impact, uh, your income, and maybe most importantly, your message to the next level in this coming year. Yeah. Because, Brian, that's all that matters, right? Your message matters. Yes. You know, leadership has three levels. Lead yourself first, then lead your team then lead your organization. Yep. Now for some people, the organization is society at large. Yep. We're, you know, I don't want to get into political things here, (laughs) but we're in a period right now where in the last few weeks, we've heard a lot of people sharing things that are pain they've had in the past. And they're sharing that has created a whole lot of conversation. I just want you to people, the listeners to think about that, right? Think about what has happened in the past few weeks relative to the whole sexual harassment, abuse, all that stuff that has been in the media and how that has stimulated a deeper conversation. That same thing happens in each of our lives in smaller ways on a regular basis, right? It could be at the dinner table. It could be in a board meeting. It could be at your church. It could be in the local association that you're part of that's a volunteer group doing something. You know, it can be just between you and your child or you and your spouse, or you and someone you lead, or you and someone you report to. And your ability to bring you to that conversation, to forget about what you think they think you're supposed to do or supposed to say, to throw the expectations aside and say, here's what I want to say in this situation. And to build the skill and the capacity to do that on a regular recurrent basis will take your, your, your world to a whole new level. Yeah. And, and Brian, I've got to share this. Okay. Cause this is my best evidence of this for anybody who's saying, well, that sounds nice, but you know, I'm not comfortable. I don't see why that matters. Blah, blah, blah. I had the privilege of being a professor at the university of Illinois for five and a half years and at Cornell university for four and a half years. I have a folder that I'm very proud of having, which was, which is letters that former students have sent to me. And it's about two inches thick, which, you know, I'm, I'm gratified and humbled by that. But here's the interesting thing. Not one of those letters says, thank you for teaching me subject X. Mm. Every one of those letters says, thank you for helping me learn how to speak and how to write, because that has had more impact on my career than anything else I learned in college. Speaking matters. You don't have to want to build a business to learn it. Every one of us has to master it. When you become better at that, you become better at everything else you do. 
and you get a chance to change the corner of the world that you're here to change. And my gosh, what's, what's better than having that opportunity? Let's just say it like this. I, I just desperately believe that every person's story is powerful. Every person's message is vital. And you do have not only the capacity, but as you've mentioned, Michael, you've got the responsibility to share what you've learned, what you've experienced, and, and your wisdom with someone else in the context that's appropriate for you. But it boils down to communication, speaking, and having a voice. And so Michael and I are going to really step into this now with you for a few months. And uh, Michael, you want to talk about what we're thinking about doing? Well, you know, Brian, we both know, I think, that courses matter. <laughs> you know, online learning has value. Yes. <clears throat> Reading matters. But the reality is a lot of times the live connection matters more. Yes, it does. So, you know, we've been kicking around and we're going to kick off. A, we're going to do a live event. We're going to do it in uh, February uh, 22nd, I believe it is. is That's that right. right yep. February 22nd 20, of 2018. February 22nd in, in 2018 in Dallas. And it's going to be a one-day workshop. And the focus is going to be on how you can get your message heard, how you can take your story and leverage it. And we're going to touch on the things like how you could build a business out of it. But our real focus is on helping you unlock your story, figure out how to deliver it in a way that creates the impact you're seeking to create and do what you want with it. And, you know, it's going to be a fun, full, information-packed day. And, you know, if you're interested, please jot the, jot the date down on your calendar. We'll have a link in the show notes where you can sign up to get on the list so you continue to be notified. And obviously, we'll be sharing more about that in our podcasts in the weeks ahead. I am incredibly stoked about this for many reasons. Uh, and one thing I can add to what you said about what we're going to be doing there, and we'll be giving you more details as time comes uh, goes on. But any those that know me know that anything I do is going to involve the heart. Mm-hmm. And every message must have heart in it, real heart. And so we're going to touch on some things that are going to help you to get in contact with that part of you so that the message is not only effective but it's pure it's authentic it's it's meaningful and it penetrates some of those walls we talked about Uh, it's going to be a powerful day don't mistake the fact that it's just a one-day event for it being insignificant i promise you that in one day's time uh, this what we're going to be putting together for you michael and i is going to be transformational and it will absolutely give you a launching pad to step into things that you've dreamed of for a long time And uh, we're excited to put that on for you. Again, mark the date on your calendar. It's February the 22nd, 2018. And we will be releasing more details as time goes on. Michael, this is awesome. And Brian, Brian, I want to echo exactly what you said. Our goal for this day is to transform what you do. That's right. And to transform the way you'd move forward with your message. You know, so come expecting, you know, engagement, expecting involvement, expecting participation, you know, and, and, and just get ready to get clear about how you're going to take your message in 2018 and change some lives. Because I can tell you there's nothing that's more enjoyable than knowing you've touched someone else in a way they need to be touched at the right time. And that's what Brian and I want to help you do. In a recent mastermind meeting that I had here and I hosted and facilitated here in Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, I looked at a couple of the participants and it was deeply emotional, deeply, uh, let's just say it was, in, it was an intense part of our day because we were tapping into some things that are deep heart level stuff. And I looked at this one person in particular and I said two words, Michael, I said, it's time. Mm -hmm. It's time. 
And there are so many people who I know are listening to these podcasts, and they are they have been holding these ideas, they have been holding these passions, they've been holding these answers that people are waiting for. And they've just been like sort of hanging out with these ideas. And I'm just here to tell you today, it's time. It's time for you to take real steps to pursue the possibilities that exist as it relates to you taking those passions, those thoughts, those ideas, that message uh, to a world out there that really is waiting for you to show up. Amen. So put the 22nd on your calendar, be prepared to join us then and, and take those first steps and get that impact out there. And we'll tell you more about how that's all going to work and more about some more interesting stuff that we think you'll find useful about communication in our future episodes. Awesome. Michael, this is exciting. I'm glad to be partnering with you on this and we look forward to uh, more to come. Absolutely. Let's do it. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strategic Living Podcast. We trust this program has been a valuable resource and has challenged you to take your life and leadership to the next level. We invite you to join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com. As always, if this podcast and our other resources have benefited you, be sure to share them and pass it on. Until next time, may God bless you immensely. And remember, you are created for greatness.